0: and welcome to Don't Die Before You're Dead. I am your host, Mary McCartney, and this is where we talk about all things related to living the life that you are meant to live. That being said, if I mention the word expectations, what is your first reaction? For some, the question might come up, whose expectations? Yours? Mine? Others? It's a valid question, because expectations are something that we face every day. I know I do, and I'm sure you do. And one of the things that we're concerned about is whose expectations are we trying to meet? Now, we talk a lot about goals and plans, and that's very true. There are all kinds of books out there on how to plan, how to set goals, how to achieve goals, how to break things into tiny bits. There's a lot of information about all of that that we know, and some of us still struggle with putting that into action. Our knowledge is really important. That's true. We can't really do much if we don't know what it is that we want to do. Knowledge has to come first, but knowledge without action really is kind of meaningless. It's one expression that I heard when I used a lot, actually myself, when uh, when I was teaching, was to know how to read and not read was exactly the same as not knowing how. And if you think about that, what a true statement. If you don't read, it doesn't matter whether you know how to or not, the outcome remains the same. And I think a lot of that has to do with the expectations, too. Expectations are something similar to goals but are probably more more hidden. We don't really think about them, and yet they are a foundation to our thinking. When we set goals, when we set plans, when we set out to do things, there's a certain measure of expectation. We expect to succeed. For the most part, I don't think anybody sets out to do something with the expectation that they're going to fail at it. Unless you're doing something ridiculously crazy like taking up ice skating after being off skates for 40 years. There is maybe not the expectation, but there is the suggestion that perhaps it could be um, a little more difficult than you than you remember it was. And there is some possibility of things not going as as planned. And that's taking a risk. We all take our calculated risks, so to speak. But we don't expect to go out and do things and not do well at them. It's just one of those things that's kind of behind the scenes when we set our goals. But there are a lot of expectations placed on us that perhaps we're not even aware of. Some of them may have started out when we were just children, small children, where our parents had subtly suggested that we do certain things and we thought or believed that the expectation was that we were going to please our parents and do what they asked us to do. So the expectation is kind of like the forerunner of the action. And it's kind of the motivating factor as to why we might do something is because someone would expect us to do that. Somewhere along the line, as we're growing up, we hope that our expectations would supersede or take place of the parental role the authority figure over us Um, we're kind of meeting up to our own expectations of what we want for our life as opposed to what a parent or a teacher or some other person that has such a strong um, impact on your life would expect like grandparents you know i expect you to be a good child i expect you to be good when we leave you with the babysitter So we are fully aware of those expectations and the comments that we hear. um, Be good now, as you say to a child when you're leaving the house, means I expect you to be good. And so we attempt to live up to that. But one of the expectations that has become more, I've become more aware of, shall we say, is kind of like societal expectations, Society as a whole doesn't have a voice in our ear, but really it is everywhere. It's modeled in other people's day-to-day lives. Uh, The expectation that we will mature as um, good citizens in our towns and our cities, uh, that the expectation that we will get educated and will choose to take that education and do something productive, to do something that serves our community um, in some fashion. And of course, thankfully we have quite the variety of jobs and careers and, and interests and hobbies and choices to make as we look to become that productive member of society. There are expectations that we will find love with someone, that we will have this ongoing relationship and that we will go from having the casual acquaintances to deep rooted, long lasting friendships to seek out mature and intimate love. That expectation is there because we see it all around us. In their movies, in the news reports we see of families and units and, and things that they do together. And it's everywhere around us that there are societal norms, if you will, that we will have some career path, some job that will help us to earn an income and pay for our own well-being. Uh, The expectation of society is that we're not going to live at home with mom and dad supporting us forever. Sometimes that happens and we look and we say, hmm, what's happening there? Why is this individual still living at home? Are they contributing? Are they taking care of the family? Are they just not contributing? Like it's not the customary things we see in life. It's not part of our societal norms, if you will. So the expectation of society is also helping to shape and form our our destiny, if you will, what will become of us, what choices we will make. So apart from our career choices, things have changed over time as well. We all know that the times of living in one particular area for a lifetime, if you will, that we would stay in one town, one city, one community, we see movies where they talk about, well, this is the house that I grew up in. Mom and dad have lived here forever. It's a one family unit home that has endured generations, shall we say. We don't see that so much anymore. We're much more transient. We're much more uh, likely to go exploring, if you will, and jobs change. Jobs. There are jobs that no longer exist today. Our our um, our need for certain services. Like when was the last time you talked to anybody about getting your carburetor rebuilt for your car, or that you were going downtown to find your vinyl records? And you know, sure, there are still some places around that do some different things, but basically, life and society has changed, so the expectations have changed. We don't expect to get married to one person with the same um degree of success as perhaps generations gone by did we see blended families all the time that just because we meet someone doesn't mean that they have what has been the expected norm for many many years with regards to being um you know a husband and wife and their kids and now we have step families and half brothers and sisters and The expectations have changed and the acceptance has changed. And I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying it is what it is. But there are certain expectations that all of us are striving to meet without even really giving it a whole lot of thought. We used to laugh a long time ago when I was growing up about, you know, I want to get married, have a house in this little, you know, white pick fence around the yard and a couple of kids. Today. We're questioning whether home ownership is even going to be possible for some of our young people. The values, the the costs of of home ownership has skyrocketed, especially through all of this COVID situation. So where before we expected to own a house, now we're not necessarily expecting that that's going to be part of our family possibilities. But there are those expectations that are driven by society. We expect certain things will fall into place with regards to our careers, our incomes, our education, our choice of partner for life. Um, How many children we'll have used to be used to be funny where they talk about, you know, the average family is going to have one point two children. Well, that's interesting. How are you going to have a point two? And. Now there are a number of families who are choosing that perhaps maybe having children isn't something that they're really committed to doing, that they have other plans for their life and don't see parenting as being something they would embrace wholeheartedly. So I don't know what the numbers are, but I think you might agree with me that the number of couples, young couples who are choosing to remain childless has increased over the years. So that expectation has changed as well. I think there's also certain expectations with regards to age. We expect people of a certain age, especially towards being a senior, we expect them to behave in a certain way. And when we don't, we see the raised eyebrows like, hmm, what's with that? I know I don't fit in the regular thought pattern of what my age group should do. As a 70-year-old, I'm excited that I don't fit that expectation, that I'm not molded into following a certain pattern that people thinks a 70-year-old should should follow. I as you know, I've, I've done a lot of traveling over this past summer, living in a little van all by myself. And I put on 13,469 kilometers traveling all over Ontario. Is that an expectation society has of a widowed 70-year-old? I think not. And that's okay. That's okay. I just think that we need to be mindful of the fact that we can really ditch that and go and do what we want to do, to live the life that we are meant to live. I'm not meant to live the way some 70-year-olds live, sedated. I don't mean medicated. I mean, like, a sedentary life. Um, Or to just, you know, stay home and, and their social circle is very small and they just tend to, you know, get out and do less physically, perhaps give up a lot of the things like skating. They're not, they're not meant to live my life and I'm not meant to live their life. But the question that bothers me is like, whose life are they living? Are they, are they actually living a life that has been set out for them by the societal norms? Like the expectations that society has that, you know, like you will retire at 65. Well, goodness gracious me. I know there's a lot of 65 year olds that are just not ready to retire. They don't know what to do with themselves. They're not prepared for it. They're not willing to do that. They're they're bored after they're retired. They can't they can't think of what it is they want to do with themselves. And in, in a lot of cases, I think these retirement uh, podcasts and articles that are out there are warning people to be prepared for retirement, to start something, have a hobby. Know that life is different once you retire, that your scheduling changes, your diet even changes, you don't have the same expectations with regards to, you know, a a timeline through the day to get up and go to work at a certain time and you come home, you eat at a certain time, everything's regulated and all of a sudden nothing. But society doesn't really tell us a whole lot about what that looks like other than The portrayals that we see elsewhere and you go, oh yeah, okay, I guess that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I challenge that. I don't think there is a that's what I'm supposed to be doing scenario for every single one of us. Live the life that you are meant to live. I am nowhere near prepared to be the sedentary person or the, you know, the withdrawn, the less than active individual. No way. My my travels around Ontario in my van have come to a close because of weather, because the nights are so cold. There's no way I can stay in my van in the area I live in. And sure, I could drive all the way through the States and down through the South and live in Arizona or something. That's not really where I'm at at this point in time because I still have young grandchildren and I'm just not ready to, to give that up because that is very important to me. But I have to accept the fact that okay, if I want to stay in the area I'm in, then winter's coming and it's cold. But I'm not going to stay home. Fortunately for me, I have a, a, a great number of friends that I can go visit, and I can go and sleep comfortably in their their spare rooms or on their couch and be you know snug as a bug and be very happy about it. But what my point is is that. There's still a lot that I will choose to do, even though people are surprised. I have not done what was expected of me by the norms of our, our society. 70-year-olds just don't climb into a van by themselves. And 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 I had like a four-by-four-foot box that I lived in for four months. That is not what would be expected of me in my age group. And it's like, I don't have to live according to what society expects of me. And I don't think that has to do with an age. It's just very noticeable right now. But I think anybody can look and say, why am I doing what am I doing? Is it because I want to for me? Or are there expectations from other people? Are there expectations because, well, we've always done it this way. This is the way it is. Why? Why do you do what you do? Do you have a fulfilled life, fulfilled with things that are important to you, so that when you do get onto the senior years, you don't regret not taking the opportunities of stepping outside the box? What a what a tr- you know a phrase that is. I mean, it's so cliche ish, but. That really means if you're stepping, what's inside the box? If you have to step outside the box, what's in the box? Have you really thought about that? What is inside the box? Well, the inside the box are people's expectations, society's expectations. So to get out means to do something different. There There are a lot of people who think that It's too risky to do something different. What will people think? Well, I just read something the other day that really amused me. And it's sort of like at 20, we worry about what everybody thinks. At 40, we realize that it's important to know what we think. And at 60, we realize that nobody's even thinking about us anyway. And so we need a lot more awareness going on with regards to why we do things. I talk a lot about the hamster wheel when I go out and do presentations that we just sort of get into a a sort of a norm and we need to be more aware. You might do the same things, but great to be aware of why you're doing them. So in the meantime, think about expectations. Think about who's you're following. Are you even aware or have you just been subconsciously accepting it? Anyway, food for thought for today. I'm Mary McCartney, and this is about don't die before you're dead. So create your own expectations and get out of the box that other people might want to put you in. And in the meantime, we'll dare to live the life that you are meant to live. Till next time.